cake. Yummy. Well, those dulcet tones and the sound of Shannon eating cake means only one thing. It is the Movie Dummies podcast time. Welcome back for another week of us bullshitting about TV and movies. Because that's what we do on the Movie Dummies podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I am Joe, and with me this week is Shannon. Hello. And Angela slash Boogie. Hi. Matt is um, AFK, and Aaron is doing Aaron things. Probably ran really fast at someone and said, Nice bush! Or he's ironing. Or he's ironing. He is Iron Man. He is. Did I ever tell you guys about the girl who was in uh, my colleague's class who used to have a picture of Robert Downey Jr. on her desk? No. I believe so, but I'd love to hear it again. So she would come into class, every class, I I presume, and she had this little wallet-sized picture frame of Robert Downey Jr., and she would set it up on her desk. And when I walked in, I was like, Robert Downey Jr., really? She goes, I love him. I love Tony Stark. (laughs) And I was like, that's right, girl. Don't just get you a man. Get you an Iron Man. And she thought that was cute. But then Endgame happened. Oh, no. she wore funeral clothes. You're kidding. For like a week and had her picture on her desk face down. Oh. That is true story. And super adorable. That's so sad. What? This is an outrage. See? Yeah. It would be. Goodness. Ugh. Well, there should be no surprises here. I think we're all going to be talking about a couple things this week, <laughs> except for what if we didn't watch it. Oh, yeah. Was... I didn't watch it either. Well, Ooh. do you think they have too many episodes? Is it like wearing off its appeal? What's happening? I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think I have the drive to watch it like the other Marvel shows because, it because it's not it's an anthology and it's not like, a I think of... so. Okay. I can just pick it up anywhere and whenever, you know, I could yeah. breeze through four or five episodes. You don't even have to watch it in order. It. Right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But what did we watch? Ooh, what did we watch? I watched nine perfect strangers. Okay. We can discuss it because we already had a, a whole text chain about it. <laughs> we did. We did. Um, so I thought that it was very well done, um, very well acted, Mm -hmm. well written. Yep. Um, I found it unnerving the majority of the time. I thought for sure that there was something sinister going on. Yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman's character was very off putting for me in general. I just did not like. I didn't. I, I, there was something going on there, and I didn't know what it was. Well, she she looked and acted weird, so it wasn't just like, you know, it was a couple different right. things. That girl yeah. sleeps with everybody. And then there was that. <laughs> and then there was that. Um, Male, female, dog, goat. Probably, probably. I am so terrified to watch it. She There's, looks like an alien to me. She does. She acts like an alien too. A Russian alien. A lot of the time. I guess alien in a sense, she is an alien, right? Because she's... <laughs> Russian, yeah. You know, she's I mean, not a space alien, but... Her performance is is very good. Like, she's <laughs> she's leaving it all out there, right? Like, oh. she's, she is committed to this role, for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just... It, it, I had... It made me have a lot of thoughts about about things and it made me reconsider my thoughts about certain things and i i don't know it it was well we very thought provoking we had discussed the ending and i thought it was one way and you thought it was another way and if you if i were to watch it now i'm not trying to like put words in your mouth or anything i'm not trying to act act judgmental judgmental what the fuck judgmental (laughs) you are mental i'm mental um but if I watched it the way you watched it, it would seem to me like the show is a giant psilocybin ad. It did kind of feel like it, yeah. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. But the way I watched it, it felt like 
a little more worthwhile. I mean, should we just sure. throw out a spoiler alert and talk about it? No, I, I mean, are what you going to watch it? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about it. <laughs> How dare you? You said maybe. That means you're I on the fence. I can leave for a minute. Uh, I, what do you think, Boogie? I Is mean, it worth it spoiling it? Like, I mean, if we talk about it, it is going to spoil it, and I don't know that it'll. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that it would. I mean, I guess. Okay, so for me, what I'm going to say is that the spoiler is that there really is no spoiler. Okay. That's from my perspective, right? And, and my perspective was that there was a spoiler. <laughs> Like, right. That what was you a giant spoiler. is actually going to happen? Is that what you're saying? Since we've talked, have you thought more about my perspective? I, so I, I completely see your perspective and okay. I see why, why. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with your perspective. I'm just saying that's just not what I was thinking when I was watching. Right, that, right, right. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I can totally see your point. So we can talk. Okay. I'll yell for you when, when we're ready. So, okay, listeners, there's going to be a spoiler for the show, Nine Perfect Strangers. Spoiler alert! Okay. Um, Angela, go ahead. Tell tell everybody what you thought of the finale. So, the finale was really interesting, and I thought that they did a bunch of drugs and <laughs> were able to have a shared hallucinatory experience where they got to have closure with their dead loved one through a, a hallucination. Okay. And what did you think of it, Joe? Well, my deal was because of all the setup and because of how unhinged Nicole Kidman was and all those other, like all the little things that were in the background of the show, I thought it was a it ended up being supernatural in that they really did talk to ghosts. They they were able to pierce the veil using psychedelics. Um not just for like mental health well-being to get closure, but they actually could talk to their loved one and get actual real closure, like conversationally be told by their dead loved one that, "Hey, be happy." Which I, I totally understand your your perspective, and I totally understand mine. And I guess that's like, does that automatically make this a good show? I mean, I think it definitely. I mean, I, I think it definitely merits talking about it. You know, if they're able to to do that. But the more I thought about it, I actually started to wonder whether or not our our perspectives were even different. Okay. So what they were experiencing, like this hallucinate, you know, whatever it was, it absolutely was real to them. Mm -hmm. And they absolutely were talking to their dead loved one. Right. To them. So right, but you think it was a product of the drugs. And I think the pro the drugs enabled them to go beyond our world. Right, but essentially the the two are the same. Essentially, the... yeah, if, if you're looking at the bare bones thing of it. Yeah. But to me, and I did I said I did say this over text and you did agree, the show is profoundly more interesting if it is supernatural. I mean, I I say that because I didn't I wasn't all that interested. Sure. While I was watching, it's it. a little, it's a little dry. It's a little by the numbers. It's a little I could see that coming. I mean, the twist of spoiler alert, Carmel being the one who shot Nicole Kidman. It wasn't obvious, but it wasn't also shocking because she's the most unhinged there. Yeah, I, I that didn't really. I didn't I see it coming, but it didn't shock me. Right. I, I was very, she was very off-putting just in general. I tried not to watch her on the screen to be quite, because she was so unhinged. Sure. She made me uncomfortable. For sure. Shannon's pacing back and forth. <laughs> um, let's just, let's just wrap up this section of the conversation right. and just say, uh, yeah, yeah. how about you guys watch it? Any Or isn't there anybody out there who has watched it? They can offer us your perspective on Instagram. I don't know, Angel, you want to make an Instagram post and put that out there? 
Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. And we can get some feedback about was it real or not real and all that. So, Yeah, what would you think? All right. Shannon's back. Almost. Almost. She got to put her headphones in. She put them in the right ears, too. Hello. Yay. (laughs) Welcome back. Oh, thank you. I don't need a placement to tell me where my ear pods go. (laughs) Or my headphones. Okay. I don't know. So what else did you watch? Are you guys done talking about that in general or? Uh, yeah, I think, I think we've said all we really can say. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I actually didn't really watch anything else aside from Ted Lasso. Okay. Which I did watch the whole thing again yesterday because. Have you, (laughs) have you turned on the morning show yet? No. Okay. I'm not ready. I'm Um, not in a good mental space for it. You can start it. I don't think I can. No, no, no. You can. Okay. Anyways. It is tonally in a way different place. Well, you mean Mm. you want her to start in the second season? Uh, Yeah. Because she already started. She already finished the first season. Yeah. I I watched the first season. There is. We started it. (laughs) So, Joe, we just recommend the fact that it's got a totally different feel going for it. Well, they've shifted tone. Completely. For a reason, right? The first one had a reason for all the all the that they did. Mm-hmm. This season is tackling like a different showbiz aspect altogether. Alt- kind of altogether, w- kind of not directly addressing me too anymore. Okay, it's kind of bizarre, but it is. It's still there because it was it was very much a part of the first season, right? But it's almost like they've moved on. I don't know. It's weird. You'd ha- you, it's I want like, you to watch it. Like it's so interesting because it's like the show is taking place in the past. Yeah. Also, yeah, because this is the past, right? So it starts off with New Year's twenty twenty, and it's the weirdest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "You heard about this thing in China?" <laughs> oh. Which, right. which feels a little hashtag too soon. but Right. I don't also, know how I feel about that at all. You know, but they tackled me too just a couple years after, you know, so it's like... That's, yeah, I guess. You know, they're always just going to be a couple years behind us. The show, which is kind of smart. Which cause... is, it's very interesting. It's almost like, because it technically makes it a period piece, right? Technically. But yeah. of incredibly recent memory. Mm-hmm. It's like all those war films that came out in the the 50s, you know? And right now there's only two episodes out. Yeah, two episodes. They get dropped on Fridays. Um, So if you want to catch up, you're not that far behind. Or if you want to wait until they're all out and watch them all together. Like, usually that's how I like to do it. I'd rather, like, not to be super surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not super into appointment television. The only... The only show I actually do watch week to week to week to week is is Ted Lasso, and that's just because I can't wait ten weeks. Seven-time Emmy award-winning television show Ted Lasso. Yep. Yes. Oh, okay. I mean Roy Kent. It, why is it not called Roy Kent? <laughs> oh, I don't know. If he well, doesn't get his own here's, show, here's the deal. Sudeikis had already said he's only going to do three seasons of this. Obviously, success can change someone's mind. Would you guys want to see a spinoff of Roy Kent? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 100%. With with Jason Sudeikis coming in every special couple episodes to, to special guest star. Yeah. What uh-huh. if... What if... To, get, to keep Sudeikis, they move it to back to America... And he goes back to where's he from? Missouri. Uh, Kansas. Kansas. And he brings Roy Kent with Roy him. Roy Kent with him. And they go oh. coach an American soccer team. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Maybe they're in uh, Houston of all places. You should throw that pitch out there to the producers. No, I'm I'm good. They probably have already thought of it, but like Roy Kent in America. Doing a, a howdy partner. Doing that voice again. <laughs> <laughs> You're like uh. really bad at impressions. 
So, Joe, you were saying you watched The Morning Show. What else have you watched? Uh, the Morning Show, I'm in... I, so, this is a show... I don't know if I can make a judgment call about if I'm going to like this season or not till it's over. That's kind of how this show tabulates itself. That's why in I my mind. waited last time to even watch it. Right. So, it'll be an interesting experience this year. I, I'm, I'm on board so far. Um, I also started watching the FX show, Why the Last Man? Not like why, but like the letter Y. Mm-hmm. Um, because the the last man on Earth is named Yurik, like uh, mm-hmm. Hamlet, right? Oh, okay. Alas, poor Yurik. Um, it's got Diane Lane oh. as Love her. the president of the United States. Because what happens is, some way, somehow, as far as we know so far in the show, there is a some sort of event they call it where a virus or something has killed all the men on earth and not just humans, but animals. So like how do we, why chromosome they have sperm banks, but what they're worried about is like if they implant an embryo, right. Mm -hmm. And it's male, is it going to survive? So they're, they want to figure out how Yurik survived, except it's a post-apocalyptic world. It's been a few months, eight, nine months since the event, and the world has turned into a complete lawless, insane asylum. Hmm. Except it's, you know, for all those people who are like, men are the worst, well, <laughs> you know? Now they feel differently. Well, no, just... Women are can be up to some bad activities and behaviors as well. Gotcha. Well, of course they can. You know, including murder and robbing yeah. people and mayhem and. Of course. Yeah. They do that now. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting. Um, it's I, a TV show. Yeah, it's a TV show. I really like it. It sounds on like FX. Children of Men. It's very Children of Menish. Um, when they find the baby, right? And they got to figure it out. Yeah. And but then it's, there's, there's people trying to study the baby and people just trying to keep the mom of the baby healthy and safe. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a feel to that. The post-apocalyptic world they live in kind of feels uh, kind of like that. It's it's well acted. Um, Yorick is this guy named, what's his name? Ben Schnetzer. And his sister is Olivia Thurlby. Oh, interesting. So um, and they the are one. the children of Diane Lane, who happens to be the president of the United States. Oh. Huh. Interesting. And there's this deep cover operative named Agent 355. <laughs> is he a platypus? She, it's she. They're <laughs> women. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> um, played by Ashley Romans. And she's a complete badass. Is she a poodle? <laughs> she a poodle. Sorry. We got distracted. Um I don't we know. We were thinking of Agent P. Yeah. Sorry. Oh Agent three fifty P three fifty I don't know. Anyways. Anyway. Uh yeah. I suggest you watch it. It's uh it streams on Hulu, obviously. It's on FX. Um okay. and I am enjoying it. Okay. Alright. Did you see anything, Shannon? Let's see. I watched a movie on Netflix. Uh, that's something new that I watched. Um, well, what's the movie called? <laughs> one second. My hands are very dirty, and I have yeah. to look it up. I can't remember the name of it. Oh boy, who's in it? Uh, Melissa McCarthy, and some dude. Nine Perfect that... Strangers. It's on Netflix. No. <laughs> I'm just Is kidding. it a recent movie? Yes. Jeez, are you going to find it before I will? God's the Thunder Force. Idiot, the Little Mermaid, Thor, Love, and Thunder. She's in Thor, Love, and Thunder. Okay. Yep. Can't Nine wait for that, by the way. The, the Starling. The Starling. Okay. Will you look it up? Because there's some other really famous She's people. holding a bird. Yeah. Who else is in it? After Lily suffers a loss, a combative Starling takes nest beside her quiet home. The feisty bird taunts and attacks the grief-stricken Lily. On her journey to expel the starling, she rediscovers her will to live and capacity for love. 
Aw, isn't that nice? Oh, Chris O'Dowd is back. Yes, that's who. Uh, and is her husband in it? <laughs> Probably. Who's her husband? Ben Falcone. I don't think what? so. What? I don't see him. No. Well. Oh, my. There's a first for everything. He's just doing his own thing all over the place, isn't he? But... Timothy Oliphant's in it? Yep. Kevin Klein. Ooh. David Diggs. I don't know who oh, this dude is. Oh, man. Wait, is this the dude who is the kid who is in uh uh Santa Clara Diet? Yeah, it is. The boy neighbor. So okay. this, this movie I went to Netflix and I wanted just to watch something different. I've been watching Grace and Frankie and I'll come back to that. And I just wanted to watch a movie just kind of veg out and this movie popped up as recommended. So I ended up watching it. It's very, it was a very emotional watch for me. It definitely isn't one of those like movies where it has so much going on. It's definitely one, you start at one point and you get to another point at the end of this film. Um, And it makes a really surprising point, of course. Um, Melissa McCarthy does a fantastic job of putting you in those moments and feeling everything she's going through. Um, as she's trying to overcome something, and it's really the story about her and how she's overcoming something. And I've really had quite a connection personally to independent, strong women. I've been watching Black Widow repeatedly. Yeah. And yeah, um, that she definitely has that in this movie. She is a... She's going through something and I can really relate to what she is going through. Not personally, but it's like she does such a great job acting that you can feel yourself going through what she's going through and you just feel for her and you're so sympathetic. Uh, I can't recommend the movie enough. It's not very long. Um, Not when you watch it on 1.75 speed. I did. I watched it on quick speed because I wanted to quickly watch something. I I thought it was a cool option. So you're telling me you wanted to watch it quick, so you watched it quick? Well, at first I thought it was going to be horrible, so I was watching it quick speed. crap! And then halfway through the movie when I'm bawling (laughs) watching this movie, and then, you know, you go through, like, stages where you're angry, you're happy, you're crying you sound like joey at chandler's wedding (laughs) (laughs) that i went back to the movie and put it on regular speed just to finish the movie and so it was like a happy surprise i cannot recommend it enough it is definitely heartfelt it's very emotional but it made me feel good but it made me like look within too i i love those kind of movies that just make you personally think think for yourself has the whole world gone insane? I can't recommend Melissa McCarthy enough. I, you know, I love her on Gilmore Girls, and she's always she's been amazing. like a friendly, just personable person. And she, yeah, she's great. She's great in this. I mean, she just makes amazing. really shitty movies sometimes. Yeah, I sometimes, hate that, but everybody does sometimes. Yeah. Right, and I hate the fact that she may have gotten pulled into. Some, to so many of those movies that this is a good one. And I'm glad I watched this one. I mean, she's been, she's been all over the map, you know, as far as like her career, she started in TV, became a movie star, went back to TV. She was, she did that show Mike and Molly for six years. Yeah. Have y'all ever even seen an episode? Yeah, it's all right. Okay. I've I've never seen it. If you've seen, if you've seen King and Queen, King of Queens, you've seen Mike and Molly. Yeah. I figured it was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. For sure. So that's a movie that I watched. Of course, I've watched Grace and Frankie. I'm still, I'm in season two, slowly kind of pludging through. Uh, and I'm listening to a book. I'm listening to The Deathly Hollows, Harry Potter. Um, love, love, love. So that'll be on my back burner, and I can't wait to talk about that when I finish. And then, of course, I watched Ted Lasso. Who didn't watch Ted Lasso? Oh, I've been watching the Harry Losers. Potter movies. Yeah, the yeah. Harry Potter movies have been on at our house. Yeah. Um, repeat. 
Yeah, it's that season. My kids are like, it's not even October. I'm like, I don't care. Do you have a problem? Again in October. This season. I was like, you watch what you want to watch. I go to me. It's fall. (laughs) You know, September. (laughs) I like those movies. The Harry Potter movies. Yep. And you know what I think it is mostly. I like Daniel Radcliffe, and I like Alan Rickman. I love Alan Rickman. You know what I mean. Alan Rickman's great. And he's he's a phenomenal state Snape. He's I mean amazing. Though the one good thing I will say about those movies every single time is they are perfectly casted, Ugh. which is why I think it's also such a shame. <laughs> mm-hmm. They'll never get better casting for the, those films. So would it, you? you know. Because you you'll never see a movie version that you like. They would need to make it a series. Because if That's, you want to include yeah, all the bullshit Amazon to make that you, it. you yeah, cry yeah. about not being in a different form of media, uh, would you want them? And, and I'm not talking a about a series. Story. Uh, I would love, a worse story. I would love it, it to be a different series. story. But anyways, um, it's a worse story. It's, different. It's, you're right. It is different. It's not as good. In your opinion, like not if, my opinion, it's if, just if not you as took good. if you took the dialogue from the movie and made it a book, then compare it. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same thing. But no movie it is the does same that. Thing. They're no, they're not the same. <laughs> they're different. It's a movie. They... One's a book. Okay. What if they took the entire cast of Harry Potter, you know, and maybe had an impressionist who did Alan Rickman really well or used audio from the movies that's the same as the book and had them read the audiobook? Mm, no. I disagree. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily hate that. I mean, I like Stephen Fry reading the book. I don't know. He does all the voices, but True. I just, I, I, I just, I really think there's a lot of things missing that do the whole story a disservice. No, I'm just saying you like the cast. Would you like to hear an audio version of them reading the book? I would like to see a series of them reading the, of them doing the, the book. Well, that that cat's out of the bag. There, you'll never be able to do that because they're all old <laughs> i know they'd have to be recast and it would be sad i, I don't... mean i yeah they would have to be recast and it wouldn't be as good and i'm like i'm playing the ready player one card because we've already discussed this they're like to me they're two separate things yeah. like i really enjoy the books and i really they're enjoy allowed listening to, be, right? to them but I really like watching these movies too. There's just something about like the Marvel movies are radically different than their source material, and true. Yeah. And I don't know their source material, and I really liked the Harry Potter movies before I knew the source material. Once mm-hmm. I read the source material, then I, I couldn't appreciate the movies anymore. And that's how Ready Player One was for me. Like I really, we enjoyed that oh, we book, loved so that much book so much that we oh read God. it. I don't know how many times before we even saw the movie. I don't know what it, maybe because it's a singular book. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like, I don't know what bookies roadblock is. And we've, we've talked about this ad nauseum on yeah. this very show. And like, uh, they're just different to me. So like I can appreciate one apart from the other and they're equally valid in my mind. Like one does not necessarily like detract from the other. Now, if you were like to say, Fantastic Beasts is not as good as Harry Potter. That's that's a comparison, like the movies. I, that's a comparison I'd be willing to make because they're of the same medium, you know? Are they making another one of those? Uh, who knows? Yes. Johnny Depp's out. Yes, I know that. they are. They are? He is not. He's been pulled from Johnny Depp is not out. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me look that up. I thought Interesting. I... I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure What's-His-Face was like, nah, nah. I haven't heard anything in a while about it, so I wasn't quite sure what was happening. He got pulled from the next Pirates movie. There's another Pirates movie? There was going to be. Goodness, did they write books on that? I thought uh, David, whatever his name was, who was doing... um, Who was doing Fantastic Beasts said, no, we're keeping him. There's... He's fine. He's been dismissed from the movie. Oh. As of November 10th, 2020. 
That was quite a while ago. I guess the article I read was older than that. Or it's or newer, newer than they that. brought it back on. I'm not sure. It says here, though, I don't know who's saying this, based on the circumstances and information available to us, we, along with the filmmakers, continue to support the decision to proceed with Johnny Depp in the role. Hmm. Yeah. Did you see anything if they're actually making a movie? Or There's just... one coming out. Huh. Uh, but what is it? Uh, I can't on. remember so they, the name. Did they bring him back? Do, do, do. I'm looking it up right now. Sorry, I'm only coming with half fixed and I, I, I got... <laughs> You're okay. Because the headline would lead you to believe that he's still out. I mean, this has got to be exciting fucking listening for anyone listening. Oh, I know, right? Vamp, talk about something. Secrets of Dumbledore 2022. Secrets of Dumbledore, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're hoping to release it in April of 2022. Is what it says. And it has Johnny Depp still casted as of this point. I had seen an interview with the director who was basically backing Johnny and saying he's a sweet, lovely man and all these things that they're saying about him aren't true, basically. Interesting. So I was I clicked on IMDb Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore and where Grindelwald's name is Gellert 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 they replaced Johnny Depp's name with Mads Mickelson. Mm. So I don't know if they recasted. Yeah. It's uh, like I'm reading and I don't see anything about him coming back. He is I only see Interesting. that he's been asked to resign he wasn't fired he was asked to resign yeah so on imdb they have him totally removed from this that's a shame it is a shame dude gets the shit beat out of him by his wife and is a drunk and he can't work anymore that sucks huh What? This is an outrage. Thanks, Homer. I mean, I suppose it's uh, reasonable to argue that perhaps he's a drunk because his wife beats the shit out of him. No, he's been <laughs> a drunk for years. Yeah, no, but it just says why no forever. Why no forever? Johnny Depp in IMDb's trivia it says Johnny Depp filmed one scene before he was asked to depart. Uh, According to the media reports, because of his pay or play contract, he still received his full salary. Yep. All right, y'all. Ready to talk about the matter at hand? Yes. Let's what see. is inarguably, I, I dare anyone to challenge me on this, the saddest episode of Ted Lasso so far. Ugh. Um. I cried really, really hard, but at nothing that I was supposed to cry at. Oh, I cried throughout the episode. Oh no, no, no! I just, felt like just I was at one the moment. Funeral. Just at one moment. Oh, and it wasn't any moment that you guys cried at. I guarantee. Spoiler you. alert! So go ahead. What moment did you cry at? I cried when Rebecca and her mom were mm. uh, looking at old photos. In her bed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was just burst into I tears. Like, I... they, they erupted from me like a freaking volcano. Yeah. I started was... tearing up when Ted had his panic attack, and I think I stopped tearing, and tears stopped uh, five minutes after the episode ended, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were wiping ours quite a bit. It was emotional. And I felt guilty laughing at some things Roy said in this episode because of the tone of the episode. <sighs> Yo, did they have to try to make a bizarre love triangle? Did they have to? I'm um, I that. am so upset about it. Like, 
I don't understand. I mean, I get it, and it's been coming on for a while now, so I'm not surprised by it, but I'm upset. But did she actually, is she actually, like, whatever about it, or is is her, the way she hugged Roy? It was weird. Was it? It was weird. It was so, it was, like, such a, like, bury myself deep into your chest type of hug. Is that, like, her dismissing what Jamie said and realizing she has, she's happy where she is? I hope so. I I hope that she wasn't really even like, like, like she was kind of surprised by what Jamie was saying, but it didn't really even matter to her. That's what I'm hoping was going on during that moment. And let me play the devil's advocate because I have the feeling that she's thinking, oh shit, I kind of like Jamie too. And Roy's being kind of a, I don't think it was necessarily I like Jamie too. I think it was like, oh, here's a guy I used to think I could be with giving me the attention I always wanted from him while the man I do love is not giving me the attention I need. Yes. But then he immediately gives her the the attention that she needs, which which he does every single time. I wanted to see what she was thinking. Do you think it fucked with her head enough that this is going to be her breakdown? Because if if the season is headed towards a breakdown... It's her episode turn. It oh my be gosh! Her I hope her epi- her episode is not next, but I wish it was. I I think we're gonna eventually see it though, based on what they're kind of building up to it, for sure. Yeah. So most not... definitely. Did you see a preview for next week? There's no preview. Uh, there's no preview, but I read the description. Sam. It's about Sam. <gasps> Somebody is going to try to recruit Sam. I think it's going to be the Nigerian team. Remember the during Nigerian the episode where, team, yeah. yeah. Mm. I like Sam. Ugh. Oh, I love Sam. And I yeah. love Sam and Rebecca together. They're so cute. I know he, she is old enough to be his mother like twice over, but I don't even care. They're adorable. Not together. twice over. Well, at least. At least once. Once. I don't know how old he is in real life, but she's not as old as I thought she was. In the show well, in the real? show, he's 21. Yeah, she was born in 74. Yeah, she's not as old as I would have thought, but I think, I think in the show, she's older, supposed to be. Right? Yeah, I think she's supposed to be like late, late. Late 40s, 50s, early 60s. Early, I was going to say late, late 40s, early 50s. Well, that's how old she is. Yeah. Oh. I think that's I think that's how old she's supposed to be playing. She's forty seven or forty seven and change, maybe forty eight. I I got the feeling because of how old Rupert is that she's playing older. younger. I thought she was but playing younger. Sassy Smurf is her age, and she doesn't look. I don't know. I feel like Rupert probably married young, younger. Maybe yes to begin with, because he's playing like seventy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. She said, you're nearly 70 and you're having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just didn't want one with you, dick face. Oh, he is such a... Oh, my gosh. I can't even with that dude. He's a peener. And I absolutely love Daphne this episode where she's just like, yeah, he. that's the only way to deal with these people. Mm -hmm. But I also love the way Sassy deals with him. (laughs) I was going to say that. Oh, that just, was nice. How she's just like, what are you doing Fuck here? off and die. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for you to die. <laughs> <laughs> she just says it so real. Like, she's not angry about it. She's she's just, right this here. is just what it is. Yeah. He's let's, 24, same let, as. Let's not dance around the point. But I kind of feel they purposely, you know, match. Oh, that's, that's fun. Rebecca and... Sam up to have her realize that she, I don't know, it kind of felt like they were pushing her towards Ted for the longest time. Yes and no. Like, there was like sprinkles of it, but I think their relationship is platonic in the way that they're going through a similar experience at the same time. Right. Gotcha. I think so in going back and rewatching, you can actually see all the breadcrumbs of Sam and Rebecca the whole the whole way through. Oh, yeah. 
Like even even the karaoke bar when she goes up to sing, oh, he's, he's the one he's that grabs her coat. Up. Yes. Well, he grabs her coat from her. Like she just kind of hands it back to the crowd, and he jumps up to grab it from her. Well, he's the one it. also that comes up and talks to her in her office. Yes. He oh my gosh. Nervous. And she thought he was hitting on her, and he was just like, "Oh no, I understand why you'd think that. You're a lovely woman, but right. you hmm. must get romantic invitations all the time. It's so sweet." Ozzy was totally hitting on her. <laughs> yeah. And that's the the player's way to cover it up. And he is so smooth. Oh my gosh. But not in like a Jamie Tart kind of way. You know, he's not arrogant or cocky. He's no. just confident and sweet. And I love him. And I think he's wonderful for her. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised Jamie Tart hasn't done something yet. Like he's been so been, you know, kind of pushed around. He's been growing. It seems like he's getting better. He's got to have a down. He's got to have a bad thing happen. There's no I such thing did. as constantly. Yeah. He I, did have something the bad. The dad thing, I think, was his bad thing. That's I, not what I mean. A, a bad moment for himself where he goes back and he acts like an. A oh, no, I don't I don't think they would do fool. that. The, the writers of the show don't necessarily play with convention the way that a normal show does. I mean, Bill Lawrence is a genius for a lot of reasons, and I don't think that they're going to do what a TV show would normally do. I agree. They're going to do I think, what's best for this TV show. So if you were to kind of peer into the future, what would you say would happen with Jamie then? Would you say that he's I going I'm, to... I don't know. I, I think he's going to grow as a person and develop like... I think that there's... Keely is going to have a crisis of conscience in that she knows she's going to have to tell Roy what Jamie said. And she's right. because of their relationship and their openness, she's going to tell him that she was at least thinking about it. And that's going to make Roy upset. I don't think Jamie and Keely are going to get together. I think Keely and Roy are going to stay together. But I think there's going to be some sort of exercise, um, whether it's verbally stated, whether it's Dr. Sharon talking to Jamie and just talking about like, Achilles his past and he can't just go ahead and cling to the past and try to fix the things he did wrong. He's got to go make new adventures and new, new mistakes or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, because this show, this season is completely just all about mental health and mm -hmm. you know, so it, it'll be a growing moment for Jamie and that's all. I don't see any large scale failure because they've already made him so vulnerable to begin with. Oh my gosh. So vulnerable. And he's in a vulnerable state. And what Kaylee, Keely is going to do to him by rejecting his advance, ultimately, what I think, anyways, is going to crush him to a certain extent. To, well, I think every person needs that crush to kind of spring back and grow to find something new. So, Well, yeah, but I'm I mean, hoping... of course there'll be regression. He'll be like, well, if doing all this work couldn't get me Keely, why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, and then somebody will have to tell him or there'll have to be a realization of some sort. They'll probably kill a woman, according to the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll grow as a person. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I really hope the best for Jamie. And I hope that we get introduced to someone that he can compliment. Maybe someone... him and Colin will start fucking. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Colin does love that grinder. He does love grinder. So, okay. Okay, can we also talk about the moment between Doc and Ted that Oh man. It got me got me really good when oh. Of course Ted's like I just can't talk about it and she says to him, "Well, tell me." She's so good. Yes. She's so good. She's so good. Tell me something you liked about him. And it's like, like you fucking evil genius. You could even see in Ted what great acting his face was just like he complained. I see what it. you're doing here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She but he did it anyways. But oh, he no. did it anyway. His face lit up. Like there oh, was yeah. uh, it was um that was one of those moments that was just perfectly done, I think. I really enjoyed that very much. Absolutely. I agree. 
at least it was a moment that I was looking forward to observing and watching and seeing reactions to because we knew something was going on with Ted, but we didn't know what it was. I mean, we knew his dad killed himself at this point. We had known that. Mm-hmm. We did not know that he was in the house when it happened. Oh, man. His, we his did not know. darts game is the landscape of that darts game. Changes significantly. Different. Have you? Yes. You said you rewatched it. Did you go back and rewatch yes. the first season? I did. did I rewatched the whole series. I didn't. No. Oh, you fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler Bang. Chandler Bong. It just doesn't strike me like that very oh, much. Man. Well, you know, real life doesn't make me cry. This the show does. So. Wah, wah. And I real life makes me cry a lot. So. <laughs> Maybe that's the. That's the answer. This mm-hmm. is your outlet to to cry your real life tears, where I just cry my real life tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm sick of all your stereotypes and cheap jokes. Is he talking to you? Sorry, Homer. I'm talking to both of us. Mm. <laughs> I. How many more episodes do we have? I believe it's twelve this year. Gotcha. Is that right? Not nearly enough. I know that. I'm happy sure. that there's a show out there that I look forward to watching every week. You know, I gotta, I gotta hand it to Apple TV. They don't have to make great shows. They're literally giving their streaming service away to any dumb fuck who buys an iPhone, whether they even realize they have the service or not. But these shows are just good. Mm. They're so good. The only one that I've heard is bad is C. But I don't know. I haven't watched it, so I can't be judgmental. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that at all. It's the uh, Jason Momoa show where he's blind and everybody's blind. Uh, mm. Weird. Yeah, it's weird, yeah. I haven't watched yeah, that it. doesn't sound like it's up my alley. Gotcha. So. Was that it for our recommendation? I then? think so. None of us watched What If. Um, yeah. I'm still incredibly excited about the Matrix. I think about it <laughs> <Yes>. daily. <laughs> You're so oh, funny. this this weekend before our next recording, Jason and I will be going to the theater to see the new Tony Soprano movie. Ooh, the new Tony Soprano. He is movie. very excited about it. The one of don't they wait? What? There is the... a I can't remember. It's something like. Over in New Jersey or something like that. I thought that was the new series with his son. Yes, and no, it's a movie. Oh, the Many Saints of Newark. Okay. Yes, it is a film. It's young Anthony Soprano growing up in one of the most tumultuous areas in New- Newark. Um, becoming a man just as rival gangsters start to rise up and challenge the all-power DeMaio, DeMaio fa- crime family. Caught up in the challenging times is the uncle he idolizes, Dickie Moltisante, whose influence over his nephew will help shape the impressionable teenager into the all-powerful mob boss, Tony Spano. It's stacked. Wow. Yeah. Um, Jason is super excited. He was a huge, well, I should say was, is a huge fan of Sopranos. Um, and and the, he the is, is super geeked. Stacked, so it should be. Hmm. I'm excited to hear. Ray Liotta's in it. Can't have a freaking mob show without Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta, How Corey Stoll, Billy Magnuson, Michael Gandolfini, uh, his son, John Bernthal, Leslie Odom Jr., 66. Vera Farmiga. So, yep, it is. It's should be good. I'm. I'm not a huge Sopranos fan. I've seen probably all of the episodes just because Jason watches them. Sure. Um, but this looks really good. Yeah, I I had heard the it wrong. I thought the show was about his son, but it's starring Gandolfini's son about yes. young Tony Soprano. So, and I thought yes. it was a show, and I'm surprised it's not coming out on HBO. It's not. Actually, I think it is. I think it is going to be on HBO Max. Okay. Is the, was there but a Jason thing I wants heard to too see it on the big screen. The creator of Sopranos is pissed about this movie. 
Um, I don't think that that's a thing, but I could absolutely be wrong about that. Um, I, I hadn't heard anything, and I thought that the creator was involved. Oh, he's extremely angry about the HBO Max release. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, it is it is being released on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, Go ahead and, you know, sit on Christopher Nolan's dick then, dude. But uh, Jason wants to see it on big screen, so that's what we're going to do. And yeah. I'm really excited. Support the film. That way, if it... Um, that way I'll know for, you know, Christmas what to expect. There you go. Because <laughs> I'm definitely going to see The Matrix in the theater. Yeah, mm. I think that's like... For sure. I feel like it's kind of a requirement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I think we're good there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Everything really wrapped up nicely. That's right, Homer. Oh, listeners. <laughs> How foolish of me to think that's a plural. No, but for real. Check us out on Instagram. Movie Dummies Podcast on Instagram. And we'll interact with some stuff there. Have we got any comments? I, I know Angela pretty much runs this thing. I will be doing some stuff. Okay, cool. Um, other than that, I mean, if you want to email old fashioned style, send a, a fucking homing pigeon or something, you can. Otherwise, just hang out with your wang out. Uh huh, because I love boobies. Veg out with your vag out. But till, ask first. Till next week. Yep. Right? Till next week. Boobies. And we will be back talking about some more shit, some more Ted Lasso. We're going to find out what made me cry and why Angela's a stone-faced fucking golem. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, as always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. And we're the Movie Dummies. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Goodness. This is everybody's fault but mine.